Welcome to another episode of the View Charlotte Real Estate and Entertainment Podcast. My name is Jeremy Orden, one of the partners with the Orden Writer Group at Allen Tate. Each week we will break down a real estate topic, share stories related to the topic, or have guests with experience in various facets of real estate, and then discuss something about our city that makes it unique. This could be restaurants, things to do, fun facts, or well virtually anything about Charlotte because Charlotte is such an amazing city with limitless opportunities. The idea of continuing to educate our clients to the real estate market so they can make the best decision for their family is a commitment we stand behind, and hopefully each of these episodes will leave at least a little pearl of wisdom with our listeners. Let's get started. For this week's episode, we're going to be switching things up in a pretty significant way. My goal with each of our episodes is to both educate and hopefully entertain our audience. This week's topic is not something that normally falls within the umbrella of overly entertaining, but it should hopefully provide a healthy amount of education and guidance to people who are going through one of the most difficult experiences you can face in life. This week, we're going to be talking about divorce and real estate. Furthermore, we're going to combine our entertainment topic and real estate topics for this episode and focus on both the real estate aspect of going through a divorce or breakup, and then for the entertainment transition, we're going to go into the resources available locally to assist people going through this. I'm joined today by one of my good friends and business partners at the Orton Writer Group at Allen Tate, Joe Waugh. Joe, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So before we jump in full on into this topic, I want to preface this with my idea for today's conversation is going to be more of a big picture overview on the divorce topic. You and I have planned four additional conversations to really get into deep detail on this topic, but let's just go ahead and get started with the overview. Divorce. This is a topic that you've become an expert in. Yes, having gone through divorce myself and the real estate process associated with it, I am familiar with the unique circumstances around that kind of transaction. So I've worked with countless sellers over the years going through a divorce, and I know how emotional it is from an empathy standpoint, but I have, I mean, fortunately never experienced this firsthand. So how do you start conversations with your clients going through this? Honestly, how are you doing? Because divorce still has a stigma associated with it. So, you know, folks going through it very often feel very alone. Um, the married friends think divorce is contagious, so they stay away from the topic. So just having someone that can relate to that can be a huge help. I mean, I really like that approach. And obviously it really differs because my first question is always like, how amicable is the process? Like I've been in multiple situations where the parties can't even be in the same room together or we're going to be forced to communicate through like intermediaries. So it always complicates the situation. It can, but, uh, you know, I think having the personal experience, it allows me to see both sides. Marriages break down for a variety of reasons, reasons, and it's rarely only one person's fault. So emotions can be high and things can be said about the other side. You have to treat both parties with no judgment, and I understand the emotions and I can relate. So for this week's topic, I'm really going to try to refrain from sharing, like, my experience and let your experience come through. So can you walk me through the process of selling a property when someone's going through a divorce? Yeah, well, one of the challenges can be getting both sides on the same page. Um, Initially, I'm usually introduced to only one of the parties, and oftentimes they are more motivated to sell than the other. So the first step is usually finding out if they are both agreeable to selling, if they have to sell for financial reasons, or even court-ordered. I also want to know what each side is planning to do after the sale. 
Are there any legal considerations that need to be addressed before selling the property? Well, as you know, we are not attorneys, so we don't give legal advice. Um, What I know is based on my personal experience. Having said that, I usually do want to know how far along the divorce process they are. Do they have a separation agreement? Usually that will include a separation of assets section that could spell out how to handle the sale of any real estate. How are they split in the proceeds, etc.? Is there a free trader agreement if they are looking to purchase something after the sale? Is there anything that you do that's different to help determine the value of a property when someone's going through a divorce? Not really. The property value is what it is. I do a market study and I see what other similar homes are selling for in the neighborhood. One of the things that I've encountered with people going through divorces is sometimes speed becomes the most important thing that they're looking at. So we might price a property slightly different in order to help all the parties like really reach their goals. So why don't you tell me, like, how do you navigate conflicts that arise, you know, between the spouses during that selling process? So this is where my personal experience really comes in. I can empathize with both sides because oftentimes the one who poses the most challenges during the process is the one who did not want the divorce. That was my situation. So being able to relate and see that side is very helpful in calming emotions and helping the person understand that the best outcome for them is to complete the sale and move into the healing process. I understand that this early on in the divorce process can be traumatizing. You're watching a life you built get taken apart piece by piece, and your home holds a lot of memories and emotions. So it's easy for me to see why this is a hard process for some folks. Can you share some experience of working with clients going through that divorce process? Well, I don't want to talk about specific people, but I can say I have worked with many couples going through divorce and I am very comfortable with it. Have you ever encountered situations where one spouse refuses to agree to sell the property? Actually, no. Generally, they have to sell the home because one person can't afford it alone. If someone refuses to sell it, it's because they can afford the home on their own. Generally, they will just buy the other person out. So one of the things that I've encountered is one party definitely wants to retain the property. And then we get into a situation of trying to figure out the logistics and the pricing and the process for the other party to be able to buy them out of the property. This can also be really difficult because if a property has appreciated, then all of a sudden we're dealing with what's the fair value or should that person just walk away from any of the equity. So What about these types of situations where only one party wants to personally keep the property? Well, if one person wants to keep it, they can generally afford it on their own. Their separate rates agreement will hopefully spell out how that will be handled. So emotional stress is something that's already extremely high when selling a property. Do you think it's different when you're selling a property when somebody's going through a divorce? Yeah, it absolutely can be. I touched on it a little bit earlier. The home holds a lot of memories and is the center of the relationship. When a relationship breaks down, it is one of the hardest things anyone will ever go through in life. Not to mention your home is also an investment. So the divorce process doesn't just take a toll on your emotions, but it usually has a huge impact on your finances too. And whatever things folks are usually the most passionate about, relationships and money. Yeah, I mean, that makes a ton of sense. What common pitfalls do you recognize when selling a property while it's going through a divorce? Um, not having a legal agreement in place before you start the process. I have talked quite a few people out of selling or buying at that particular time because they have not spoken to an attorney yet. I would not want anyone going through the divorce process to do anything without consulting an attorney first. There are just too many legal pitfalls you need to be aware of. 
Do you ever get involved in the personal property when working with clients going through this? Yeah, I mean, that can be an emotional process too. You look around your home and there are so many memories associated with the items in the house. I would argue that the hardest part of selling a home is figure out who gets what inside the home. While that is the attorney's role, I have definitely had a conversation with folks about property on a personal level. And there is only so much personal property you can include in a transaction anyway, right? Fridge, washer, dryer. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and once again, like now I'm jumping in with my personal experience when I said that I wouldn't do that. But, you know, we've had multiple transactions where literally I've walked through the house with people with different color post-it notes saying who's getting what. And, you know, that's not exactly the normal role that we're taking on, but we want to make sure that we're doing the best service to our clients. So this is something that's been on my mind a lot lately. We excel with marketing our properties. Do you think that a marketing strategy changes at all when dealing with the sale of a property that's only being sold due to divorce? No, I don't. I mean, our job is to maximize what we can get for our client's home. Unless they give us different instructions, that's our goal. I I agree with you. It's one of those things that, you know, was just on my mind lately. So let's wrap up with something that I've heard you talk about with clients extensively in the past. You set expectations better than almost anybody else I've ever seen when it comes to the emotional side of selling a property when going through a divorce. What expectations are you setting for your clients and how do you prepare them for that emotional roller coaster that they're going to be going on? Actually, my conversation is life after divorce. Selling the home is just a formality in the divorce process. The real work begins after. Figure out what's next in your life. It can be really hard. Divorce is traumatizing, and my goal is to minimize that trauma, at least around the home sale process. On a personal level, I also really enjoy helping folks purchase their first home after divorce. It can truly be the start of a new life for them. Because divorce is so prevalent in our country as a whole, there's numerous support networks that have come up. I don't think that you're going to mind at all me saying that you've been actively involved in a divorce support group, right? I have. You know, like a lot of folks, my divorce is particularly hard for me. I was married for 15 years. I met my wife when I was 19 years old, and we were together for 22 years. We have two children together, so this was the only life I knew as an adult. To start over at 42 years old was very intimidating. I'm not ashamed to admit I was scared for my future. I had never lived alone. So I joined a support group. It was a huge help to go through my divorce with other folks that were going through it or have already gone through it. That really helped me put things in perspective. That and lots of therapy. Lots and lots of therapy. So for anyone going through the separation process, there are support groups out there. I highly encourage anyone struggling with separation or divorce to reach out to one. Can you tell me what the experience has been like being a member of this group? I've made a lot of friends. I've made a lot of connections. And the biggest takeaway is just knowing that you're not alone going through this process. So I like that you mentioned that you're not alone. Can you tell me like why you think that these groups are so vital in the overall like healing and moving on process? Well, when I first got, when I first realized I was going to be heading towards divorce, I didn't know anybody else, at least in my circle of friends that had gone through it. So I did feel very alone. And like, like I said earlier, like, Married people feel like divorce is contagious, so you can't talk to them about it because they they didn't even know what to say. So to to find a support group where they can tell you about their experience, you know other people are going through it, you know it's not just you, it's, it's huge. 
I did some research and found a number of resources and then quickly cleared out my browser history as I was researching because <laughs> like, I didn't want my wife looking and, and seeing like, hey, why are you looking up divorce resources? However, I noticed that there's the Divorce Recovery Workshop, which is designed to support and you know provide guidance and healing to those going through divorce. They offer a series of 10 sessions that focus on grief and loss, self-esteem, communication, and forgiveness. The website's divorcerecoverycharlotte.com. Yeah, and I actually found um, a meetup group. It was the Separation Divorce Recovery Group in Charlotte. They have been a huge help for me. From my research, I also came across the Mecklenburg County Bar Association, which provides legal resources and referrals to people going through divorce. They offer free legal clinics that provide advice and guidance on legal issues, and that website is mechbar.org. Finally, I also came across numerous churches and synagogues in our area that offer resources for people regardless of of religious affiliation. If someone's interested in learning more about these, I would highly recommend checking with your local house of worship. So Joe, as we wrap up this topic for this week, you've been through obviously a really traumatic experience and come out of it on the other end. What last advice would you offer to anybody going through this right now? It does get better. That seems like it could be like a throw pillow or like a midlife crisis tattoo, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's true. I mean, when you're going through it, you you can think it's the end of the world and it's very hard to get through. But once you get through it, it does get better. Okay. Like I said to our audience, this is going to be the you know first part in an ongoing series of conversations that Joe and I are going to be having In future episodes, we'll get into some more of the details regarding the legal aspects of divorce, what exactly is involved when it comes to separation of assets, as well as things that people need to be aware of to avoid potential problems or future pitfalls. But Joe, thank you so much for starting to have this conversation with me. I know that this is a touchy subject, and I appreciate your willingness to step up for it. It's my pleasure. Thanks. Thank you to our audience for joining us. We'll be back next week with another episode of the View Charlotte Real Estate and Entertainment Podcast.